WKNC 88.1. This is Grant Golden. I am finally in here for Carolina Grown. If you guys are on the road right now, you probably know what I just experienced, which 440 being absolutely ridiculous around this time. Um, I am in studio right now with Brian Franklin. Um, he is the voice, the brainchild, I guess one would say, behind Bridges. Um, and you guys were just listening to some music from Bowerbirds. Uh, that was this year. Before that, you heard The Future Kings of Nowhere with Ten Simple Murders, and Caitlin Carey and Thad Cockrell with Don't Make It Better. Um, of course, Caitlin Carey was on last week uh, for the North Carolina Music Love Army. Um, this is going to be one of the last Carolina Grown shows of the year, so I'm really excited to get Brian in here. Um, we have been trying to work this out for a little bit yeah. now, and I believe the basketball game is what got us out last time. But finally working it out, 440 almost did us in, but we are here and we are doing it. Uh, so thank you for coming in, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, so if you guys have been listening to KNC for a bit uh, throughout the past couple months, you've probably heard a good bit of Bridges. Um, played on local band, local beer, uh, back in October, I believe, with Wool. Fantastic show. Um, so for those that aren't familiar, do uh, you want to clue some people in on Bridges? Like how how frequent, how long have you been in the area? Um, how long were you making music before Bridges? Uh, let's give us the rundown, yeah, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been Bridges has been a thing since I guess I started working on a record back in May um, of this year and I continued working on it until August and honestly my original plan was just to release a record I didn't know that there was going to be any sort of live version of right. these songs until I got asked to play a show and I figured you know I might give it a try and as assemble a band so we've been playing shows since August awesome um before then, I, I was in a few bands in college, but I'm fairly recently back in the Raleigh area trying to, you know, make this work. Gotcha. So how how did you go about, you know, I think a lot of that happens recently. You know, people will make music without the intention of it turning into a show. Right. A lot of the bedroom pop stuff, yeah, which yeah. is a lot of what I hear around Bridges. Um, how does that work out? Like, how long did it take you guys to kind of get cohesive? How, how was the process of finding folks to come in? Like, hey, I wrote all these songs. Uh, can you learn them, please? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, good question. It was an interesting experience, to say the least. Uh, actually, before the first show, um, I had not rehearsed with the drummer yet. Uh, we rehearsed for the first time an hour before the first show. So it was really stressful. I think I went through four potential drummers before <laughs> before date one. Um, Finding people has been been interesting. I still don't have a set group of people that I always play with. There's kind of a revolving cast a little bit. Um, my brother always plays with me when he can make the shows. Um, I got a guy who plays bass for me a lot, Alex McKee. And then uh, especially drummers seem to rotate. Right. Playing with a few right now. Um, but finding people was interesting. It was actually kind of nice for, for people, I think, for me to say these are completed songs. Right play this, you know, so it, it's definitely not as much of a collaborative effort at this point, at least. Um, so I, I think it was nice for people to just have parts to learn and just learn and play their parts. You know? Right. And have, have you seen some of the collaboration come into fruition at all yet? Or are people just kind of sticking to the guns at this point? So far, I think people are sticking to the guns a little bit. I mean, everyone adds their own little elements to it. Uh, the songs live are definitely a little bit faster and right. more, more upbeat than they are on the record. And I, I think part of that is just live shows tend to do that and the other part is everyone is adding their own little flair you know the drums on the record were all done with a drum machine um so anytime you have a a drummer there's going to be more variety in there and i think that you know that really 
helps spice things up. Right, and uh, one of the things you see too with the bedroom pop type stuff, you know, that a lot of it is made, you know, like in those small confines. Right. And I know sometimes people may struggle to like adapt it to a live show. Right. Um, how did you come across any sort of like pitfalls when you were like working out uh, the uh, live cohesion of it all? I don't know if we came across any pitfalls. I didn't know how things were going to go live. Right. Um, at all. And so the day before the show, the first show, we rehearsed with this drummer, Sean, for the first time. Um, and my brother couldn't make that practice, so it was just the three of us, so just guitar, bass, and drums. And we're playing these songs, and they keep getting faster. And I'm like, are, are we a punk band now? <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre. So I didn't know it was going to go in that direction, per right. se, when it started. And which is interesting that you mentioned, you know, like how when you play it live, it kind of gets a bit more raucous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I first heard this stuff, a lot of what I heard is like there are some like, you know, like kind of punk undertones. There's yeah. a lot of a very like you don't really code anything within the music. It's very straightforward, yeah. like unapologetically like personal, which yeah. is nice to see within the music scene because a lot of people like to, you know, like coat things. And be right. Like, oh, can you dig in through all this to right, know what's right, going yeah. on? So it's. It was just really awesome to see it, and I'm interested in seeing, you know, uh, the type of music that you've been listening to throughout, like, your musical career, so to speak, because I love hearing how these influences can kind of combine together, because I definitely hear the bedroom pop, like, the Youth Lagoon-esque type yeah, stuff, yeah. but then there's also a bit, um, I think the description I used for our official WK and Steve, WK and C stuff was, like, like a wine-drunk ghost blonde. Right. So yeah, it's, I, I read that. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of like, I guess angst isn't a good word, but there's a lot of like frustration yeah, in there definitely. to combine with the pop music, mm -hmm. which is an awesome combination. Thanks. So like, what what comes together musically for you to like put out bridges? Oh, uh, I mean, geez, I, I listen to a whole variety of different types of music. Um, I'm very influenced by the like late '80s, early like post punk scene. Um, but I also like a lot of the, you know, current indie stuff going on. I'm also just a pop music fanatic. Right. Um, this is not the first Ghost Blonde comparison I've got either. It's really funny. I hadn't heard of them when when I made this record. Um, but they're they're friends of mine now. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it fits. Definitely. I can see where it's coming from. But it's, it's definitely different. Yeah, it definitely comes from a different place, yeah. I think. Like, and it's, it's like you similar, I guess, similar vibes, but channeled in two completely different ways. Which right. Is, interesting to see how all of that kind of comes together and two completely separate people can make something that so many people will be like oh this i can see how this kind of comes together right, like this right. but um speaking of that you know like how uh how has the reception been within the uh local community for you like have you kind of broken in pretty quickly uh, i th i think so it's been fairly overwhelming um <laughs> i didn't know that anyone was gonna care at all about anything uh and the fact that people want to you know put me on shows and have me on the radio and stuff is crazy. Uh, it's been Raleigh's been really good to me so far, which is great. Cause where where were you uh, located before Raleigh? I at this point? originally grew up in this area. Um, I went to you know the Apex High School, so I was in the like you know Cary Apex area, and then I went to school at Appalachian State. So I've been out of the area for a while, and just recently have you know come back to Raleigh. Gotcha. So you you were making music up at App State too, I guess. So what yeah. was how was that? Because I know the Boone scene. It's is very different. very different from there. There's a lot more jammy stuff, and then there's like little pockets that have a lot of punk music. Yeah. Is what I've experienced. Yes, that's so, definitely true. Um, I was, I was in a couple bands in in college. I played synths and sang backup in uh, 
kind of almost pop punk band um, for a while. And then I had my own project going on um, with my at the time girlfriend, and that was it was very dreamy, very atmospheric, um, very slow. All the songs were really slow. Right. We didn't fit in with anything going on <laughs> in the scene. And we didn't play a lot of shows. Right? Yeah, so it was fun. Awesome. So how I've always been interested in that. How does how does that dynamic work out? You know, when you're like making music with a significant other, like what what are there any sort of filters in place when you're doing this? Like, uh, or, or how would you compare that to you know like having it as just a solo project for yourself? It's very different. Um, I felt like at the time, looking back on some of those songs now, I feel like I was maybe trying to get out some of my frustrations, right? Things in the relationship in some of the songs that we were playing together. So the lyrics may have been a little bit less straightforward, definitely. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, please yeah. don't read into this as us, please. Exactly. And that's totally not about us. Yeah. No, of course not. Why? How could that work out? But, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm sure hopefully these folks are as well to get to hear some of this in-studio stuff. Um, but right now we are getting ready to play a track from New Hill. This song is called Are You Still Lost in the Pines? This is a fantastic band from out of Carborough. Um, then we're going to take a short break, and then after the top of the hour, we will be hearing some stripped-down takes on a Bridges track from uh, Glass Mask, which is the track that, or the album that came out in October of this year, and it is fantastic. Really recommend it. Um, it is available online. And right now, we're going to hear some New Hill, and then when we come back, you will hear Brian Franklin performing some stripped-down takes of some tracks from Glass Mask, and you're listening to Carolina Grown right here on WKNC 88.1. You guys are back with Carolina Grown. I am Grant Golden. You guys were just listening to some music from New Hill. Uh, that was Are You Still Lost in the Pines? Parentheses, yes. So yes, you are still lost in the pines. Um, but right now, you're about to uh, traverse over some bridges to get out of the pines, so to speak. Um, because I'm in the studio right now with Brian Franklin. Um, and we have been chatting for a little bit. Uh, we are going to have a little bit more conversation about some of the music on Glass Mask. But first... You guys are getting ready to hear a stripped-down take from a track from Glass Mask. So would you like to introduce this for everyone, Brian? Sure. Um, this is a track from Glass Mask called Never Loved You. All right, you listen to it on Carolina Grown. This is so regrettable, the way you look at me tonight. Your words are so predictable, you're well-rehearsed, no oversight. No oversight Please kill me, I'm hysterical I've had a little too much wine Your voice is still unbearable Perhaps we'll meet some other time I never loved you any
you anyway I'll always love 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 you anyway You guys were just listening to a live in-studio take of Never Loved You, and that was from Bridges' uh, debut full-length album, uh, Glass Mask, which we are getting ready to talk a little bit about. Uh, so Glass Mask is obviously a very personal album. Um, how, how, how do you, I guess, cope with dealing with all of the emotions that come <laughs> along with it when you, like, play it live or, like, hear the music like how how have you like separated yourself from these songs at this point uh some somewhat um not totally yet uh it's it's still emotional for me to play a lot of this stuff um but every time it gets i i distance myself from them a little right it's like okay yeah time to play this one again yeah i know i know how this one feels but (laughs) it's still a learning process for me right yeah, I'd imagine it's. Uh, I talk with a lot of people about stuff like that, and some of them kind of cherish that, and a lot of them are like, "All right, yeah, man, it's awesome. It's like a totally cathartic experience." Yeah. Like, but then other times you experience some people that are just like, "I like, I just shut down." So it's always, it's interesting to see how you know uh, people can adapt these songs to what they want it to kind of be. That's always been yeah. something I've really enjoyed about music. Um, and you can see that a lot, even with stuff that is so like obviously personal and obviously out there, right? Which is uh, one of the things that I think draws people to music like this. Um, so when you were writing this, were was it initially something that you were automatically like, okay, I'm going to share this, like I want everyone to hear about this? Um, if uh, it was more therapeutic than anything, I think uh, I wrote these songs because I I had no other way of coping with things that were going on, right? Um, so it was just, I was trying to exercise some demons, I think, and, and this is what came out. Right, awesome. And it's always interesting to see stuff like that because I feel like a lot of people, you know, like make music just to make music. And yeah. you can always kind of tell the divide between the two, though. Like there are some people that are making music just because that's what they do. And then there are some people that are like, all right, I have to like get this yeah, out. Yeah. And it's, I think that's kind of what lends itself to the urgency that's in, you know, I think that's one of the things that I see with Ghost Blonde that a lot of people probably have noted for the comparisons mm-hmm. between the two of you guys because there is the frustration and the the urgency is what is what kind of brings it out. And I think that also is kind of what lends itself to the like the punk yeah. like leanings when you play it live because it, it definitely comes out and uh that's something that's always been real interesting to me. So one thing I've also wanted to know is um, why did you come up with the name Bridges? 
Uh, oh, you know, I, I wish I had a beautiful, eloquent story. Like an analogy for yeah. how it takes you somewhere uh, else. That's, 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 you know, essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, I found going back through a lot of songs that I'd written years ago, I was including the word bridges in a lot of songs. And so it's always been a word that's in the back of my head a little bit. And uh, it, it is a little bit of that feeling like going, you know, from one place to another place and... I, I think, you know, everything is always changing. Right. We're always on a destination somewhere. And I think that um, probably each record is going to follow me starting somewhere in my life and ending somewhere else and being a bridge from, from one point to another. Yeah, which is always good to see. Not only, I feel like sometimes with artists, you can almost see their personal growth within their music right. as well as their musical growth. Yeah, so absolutely. have you started working on new music or are you just like, okay, awesome. Yeah. And would have you noticed an evolution of your songwriting already, or is it, or is it kind of similar to what you got going? Um, so far, the songs are gonna be a little bit punkier, definitely. All right. Um, just because it's so much fun playing that stuff live, where I get to you know jump around and, and scream a little and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so the songs I think are gonna be a little bit more aggressive, but I'm also probably gonna have songs that are slower than anything on Glass Mask as well. So it'll be, it'll right. be a little bit more variety. And typically, you know, like what, how do you go about writing these songs? Do you sit down with just like an acoustic or a piano or something, or do you automatically kind of have in mind what you want to flesh these things out to be? Um, the process for writing Glass Mask um, was different than any other writing I'd done in the past. Typically, what I do um, is, you know, strum a guitar, and kind of wait for something to right. happen. This, uh, this st started with writing. I would go to a coffee shop and just write, not write lyrics or poetry or anything per se, but just write about experiences and memories. And so I have all of these, you know, just pages and pages of writing I was doing. And then I would go back through and I would look for something that I thought was poetic or clever or funny or right. you know, whatever. And I would pull these lines and start making these phrases. And the lyrics kind of came from there. And I've never written lyrics first. So then I had these, you know, half-finished lyrics for songs. And then I was... Then typically grabbing a classical guitar and sitting around my apartment right. in my bedroom trying to to finish them. Playing millions of chords exactly. <laughs> to see which one sounds right. Exactly. Which is uh, an interesting way of approaching it. Uh, you mentioned that this is, like, that was new for you. Yes. Is that what you're continuing on with in writing with Bridges? Or are you going with a more, like, conventional, like, I'm starting with this melody and now we're going from here? Like, um, I'm kind of, kind of a happy medium between what I was doing before and what I did on Glass Mask. Um, so I am still starting with uh, more experience-based things. Um, but, like, the first song I wrote for the new record, I wrote the guitar part first. So I'm, I am back to doing a little bit of that, too. Gotcha. And are you, uh, are you doing all of these by yourself in the sort of bedroom-style way that you did with Glass Mask? Uh, currently, I am recording... Another full length, um, I'm actually probably going to release a couple of the demos from that, um, hopefully sometime soon. Awesome. Um, but I want to finish the whole record in the style of Glass Mask by myself, um, very, very bedroom, and then give it to the band. We'll start doing the material more live, but then I want to actually go to a studio and have more other people's input on the right. second one. But I, I want to... Essentially finish it all first, and, and then we'll tweak. So sort of demo the process, exactly. and then like share that, and then exactly. let it evolve. Which is going to be interesting to see, because 
I feel like it's there's a very clearly defined voice at this point yes. for Bridges. And I think as everyone knows, when you bring in other musicians, there's going to be some things that click and don't click exactly. and things that run in different directions. So if there's already a bit more of like a punk hue to this, then it's going to be interesting to see where all of this ends up going yeah. with some new music. Definitely. So that gets me pretty excited. Uh, but we are going to take another brief break um, after we come back from that. We are going to hear some music from the Toddlers, which I am incredibly excited to share with you guys because it is a fantastic new album that they put out, uh, I believe, back in November. Um, it is their self-titled, it is their full length, and it is wonderful. I believe it was funded through their Kickstarter campaign, and you guys are going to hear a track from that that is called Who is the Kingdom? You may have heard it uh, recently on WKNC, but you're about to hear it again because it's wonderful. <laughs> so stay tuned to more Carolina Grown. I'm going to be chatting a bit more with Brian. We're going to hear some more music from Glass Mask. And really, really excited to close out one of the last Carolina Groans of the year. It is crazy how this has flown by so quickly. But thank you for tuning in. we got some more music coming for you real soon. WKNC 88.1, you guys are listening to Carolina Grown. You guys just heard Museum Mouth with Sexy But Not Happy, and before that you were listening to The Toddlers with Who Is The Kingdom from their uh, full-length record, their self-titled, which is fantastic, as I mentioned earlier, um, and uh, played some Museum Mouth to kind of segue into this conversation because there are a lot, a lot of really good shows in the Triangle throughout the next couple of days. Um if you guys have been listening to the station today, you have been hearing a lot about that Sylvanesso Love Language doubleheader, which I was just talking about with Brian, about how bummed I am that I am going to miss these Sylvanesso shows, because they're like definitely one of my favorite new local bands. Um, another thing that we've been chatting about that's interesting is there are two like really stellar house shows going on this weekend. Yes. There's the, the good old Mattress Fort in Raleigh has Museum Mouth playing. Um, I believe some KNC folks will be playing as well at that show with a less Western. Um, and then uh, in Carborough, there is like a massive, massive house show with like Virgin's Family Band, Free Clinic, uh, Lilac Shadows, Ghost Blonde, Pripyat. Pripyat, like five really stellar local bands. And that's like, you don't get that all the time at regular shows, much less at a house. Um, and on top of that, you know, there is uh, Southern Culture on the Skids are playing at Cat's Cradle tomorrow with Dex Romweber. Um, at the local 506, there is a really awesome uh, combination of songwriters playing tonight. Uh, Jeff Hart of the Ruins, Tom Maxwell, Squirrel Nut Zippers, uh, Billy Sugar Fix. But um, tomorrow, the Turchy record release show is also happening at the 506, which is going to be fantastic. That's some really awesome, like, roots rock that uh, recently put out an album this week, I believe. So uh, a lot of really awesome shows going on in the Triangle this weekend. A whole lot that you can definitely check out. Um, and as I've mentioned, this is one of the last Carolina Groans of the year. Next week's, we'll be closing it out. Um, I will be uh, curating some of our favorite local Christmas songs, though, to play uh, on the, the show of the 20th, um, which I know there's some brand new Justin Lacey and the Swimming Machine. They've put out a Christmas EP which I am incredibly excited to share with all of you guys. And uh, next week, though, I am going to be joined by a couple of folks. Um, I am going to have the folks from Texoma uh, coming in. They are going to be playing a show at the local 506 uh, next Friday, I believe, for the 13th. They're going to be coming in along with Kenny Roby and the Magnolia Collective. And then for the second hour, we will have our local artist of the month for December in, which is Magpie Feast, which is a stellar, stellar band out of Raleigh. 
Don't hear a whole lot about them, but hopefully that will change very soon because they put out some really awesome blues rock stuff that you will definitely hear some later this hour. But right now, I'm still talking with Brian Franklin from Bridges. Um, He has been in for the past roughly an hour or so. Um, As I mentioned, I came in a little bit later today due to that terrible traffic on 440, which so it goes out here in the Triangle. Um, But speaking of the Triangle, you know, we've been chatting a whole lot about the local scene and I'm always interested on getting uh, local artists take on the scene. So who who are you getting real excited by at this point now that you found yourself entrenched within the local scene? Uh, there's there's a bunch. I, I feel really honored to be able to play with some of these bands because the scene I think is at a really good place right now. Um, obviously, good friends with the Ghost Blonde guy, so always you know try and see their shows. Lollipops, amazing, definitely. Um, Museum Mouth, definitely. Um, Good friends with Clockwork Kids out in Chapel Hill. Um, there's a post-rock band, One Small Step for Man, um, from the kind of all over North Carolina, but really <laughs> area um, that are really awesome. It's just great having, you know, so many good friend bands in the area. Yeah, definitely. It's And it's nice to see how quickly the scene kind of, like, accepts new people in. It's fantastic. I've been talking with folks about this for a while, and it seems like anytime someone new comes in, there's no sort of threat. There's no sort of like, oh my God, they're going to take the spotlight I have. It's like a very immediate like family reaction. You get soaked in, and it's really awesome. I love getting to see stuff like that. Um, so I, I'm interested in seeing your take on uh, how, how the reception has been with these live shows. Uh, what are people are people coming up and like surprised at the differences? Have people heard it usually beforehand? Like how how's this been going for you? Like playing it out because it seems like this is relatively new for Bridges. Yeah, it's it's all still very very new. Um, the first few shows, no one had really heard anything, so no one knew what to expect. Um, but now I'm getting to the point. You know, I've actually I've have some CDs and tapes and stuff, and it's been up for a couple months now. So uh, feel like now more people might know the songs. Um, so I, I have heard some like, wow, these are more aggressive live. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's bit. how that happened. Um, and it seems like some people really like that and say that they prefer it. And some people prefer, you know, the recorded version. But I guess that's always going to be the case. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can only do so much in re like reenacting bedroom pop right. stuff, you know. Yeah, definitely. So um, what I'm also interested in hearing, you know, like, uh, when so when you were writing uh, the class mask stuff, you were mentioning like so you've you primarily compose those on just classical, correct? Mm-hmm, classical guitar, yeah. So what have you done more writing um, outside of it? Because I know on the uh, on the album there's a lot there's some like piano based like I guess keyboard based mm. tracks. Um, what what got you started in terms of instrumentation? Was it guitar? Yeah, it was it was guitar. Um, for for most of it, um, then I've got a. It was all recorded on like a four track cassette recorder that I got. Um, so a couple of them I would actually start with drum machine and like bass guitar and kind of build up the the fundamentals and then write a song around that. That's how tonight came to be. Um, it's, the, it's actually the only song I think that happened in that order. Um, but yeah, for the most part, all of them just started with classical guitar, sitting sitting down, trying to flush them out later right and so how i guess on average um when you're trying to like build the foundation for these tracks mm-hmm. like how how do you go about you know like uh like organizing all of this within your head of trying to be like you're simultaneously the vocalist the guitarist like 
any bass, any drums, like, keyboards, yeah. and keyboards. Like, it's a one-man band in kind of every sense of it. You know, like, how do you go about the organization and all that? How does that all come together? Do you sort of hear it all at once, or do you kind of just mess around with it and see what sticks? Uh, I kind of have a – I had a very clear idea of the the end result um, of the record before I started it. I, I knew how I wanted it to sound. I knew the sounds I was going to be going for. So a lot of it was – after I wrote the parts, just sitting down and tweaking things, um, you know, trying to get that perfect guitar tone for that song and just, you know, messing with knobs for two hours before I took it right. recorded a single take. Which it seems like there is there is a lot of fine tuning involved with it because yeah. for uh, for Bridges, like it, it, it does follow a lot under the kind of some like shoegaze elements, I guess, yeah. some punk elements mm-hmm. in there. But it's still, uh, it's a very, I guess, uh, it's cohesive, but it's not, like, pigeonholed within one sound, you right. know? It's it's something that a lot of people, I feel like, easily fall into. Mm-hmm. They're like, you have a sound and you go with it. And it seems like there's a lot of room to grow within Bridges with that. Um, do you do you see it continuing along with this, like, sign of a, a, the, the more punk thing coming out, mm-hmm. or do you... Do you see yourself kind of naturally pushing more towards some of the more like I guess not ambient but more like I guess spacey right. kind of like headroom stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It'll be it'll be curious to see what happens. Um, they're always going to be pop records. That's that's right. the bottom line. You know, they're at the end of the day they're they're pop songs. Um, no matter how you look at them. So I don't know. They it, they may simultaneously get a little more punky and a little. Yeah, just grow in the same, yeah, exactly at the same just distance in further. different directions. Yeah, which is going to be very interesting to hear to see you going kind of deeper down each other rabbit holes, right. <laughs> see how it all kind of comes out together. Um, but uh, right now we're going to take another brief break, but we are going to hear a track from Bridges first. Uh, this is going to be off of Glass Mask, and this is tonight. Uh, Brian was talking about that track just minutes ago, and look at that! Now we got it playing live on this here radio. Um, but uh, after that, uh, we are going to play a couple other tracks, going to have a little bit more chatting, and then we're going to hear another stripped-down take from some Bridges songs. Uh, as I mentioned, I am in the studio with Brian Franklin from Bridges. They put out a fantastic album in October called Glass Mask, which is available online, and you're about to hear a track from that. It is called Tonight, and you are listening to it right here on Carolina Grown.
WKNC 88.1. You guys were just listening to some new music from Zach Mexico. That was fun, fun. That is from their album, Ephemera of Altruisms, which they always have some ridiculous and awesome album titles and song titles at that as well. Um, before that, you were listening to a track from Bridges called Tonight. That was off of Glass Mask. I am still here with Brian Franklin from Bridges. Uh, we are going to be closing things out within this segment. But first, I have some questions that I would like to tackle for our year-end conclusions of 2013. So, um, not just locally, what what has been in your ears for the majority of 2013? Like, what are your favorite albums? As far as, like, new records are concerned? New, I say new. I guess we can throw in some just, like, music you've been listening to in general. Okay, cool. Um, new records this year, top of my list would be... Um, Laura Stevenson put out a record yes. called Real that's really phenomenal. Yes. That's been essentially living on my turntable for the, <laughs> the duration of this year. Uh, the National put out a fantastic record, Trouble Will Find Me. Um, Kanye West Jesus. Yes, of course, a standard. It's going to be on a lot of end-of-year lists, I think. Yeah. Um, Free Clinic's new record is really great. I've given that a bunch of lessons. Some locals that will yeah. be playing tomorrow night at one of those house shows. Uh, let's see. Uh, as far as other just records I've been listening to a lot, um, for a few years now I've been just absolutely obsessed with some of Modest Mouse's earlier records. Definitely. Um, specifically. Um, the Moon in Antarctica has been my, my recent favorite, um, but The Lonesome Crowded West. It's st- yeah, I, I remember uh, when I was in like middle school, float on was like had just come out yeah. and i was like oh this is cool and then i got to high school and i was like oh wow like <laughs> they have a lot of stuff before this Absolutely. oh wow a lot of the stuff before this is really good. really good yeah like it's crazy and i always love hearing about stuff like that because laura stevenson i can i can see a little kind of like it's like a like twee punk yeah which, exactly. which like is kind of how i feel when i saw uh you guys play live at lblb like yeah. there's a lot of the frenetic energy but it's still pop right and it's like really cool i like seeing stuff like that um so in terms of shows though what's been what's been your favorite shows that you've checked out throughout the year shows that i've checked out this year um ooh, i've been going to a lot of local shows definitely lately. um uh some Favorite shows that I've seen this year. Uh, I actually just recently saw Laura Stevenson with uh, Tim Kasher at Kings. Kings? Yeah, yeah, I believe Death Arc opened yep, for that. That's right. Yeah, jealous uh, of that one. <laughs> that, was a, that was an awesome show. Um, other shows that I've seen recently. God, I'm kind of blanking. Uh, the last Let Feedback Ring show was actually really fun. Right, and... Ghost Blonde and Alpha Cop and uh, The Weeknd. Definitely, and the second Let Feedback Wing show is happening tonight um, at Legends. Uh, those guys came on the week of the first Let Feedback Ring show, and tonight they are going to have Whatever Brains headlining, which was our local artist of the month for November, uh, for those of you that were listening. Um, Goner is also going to be playing, and Wool is going to be opening, which is going to be a really, really awesome show. Um and I still have not got to see whatever brain since like the first hopscotch. And last time I talked with them, everyone plays synth in the band now. So it's like a totally different thing. So I'd, I'm really bummed that I don't get to go check that out tonight. Um, but there has definitely been like an overhaul of really awesome stuff coming to the triangle recently. And of course now we got the big old Billy Joel concert that our mayor was so excited about. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's a lot of really fantastic stuff coming through right. here and I've, 
thoroughly enjoyed it this year. That uh, it's it's just been really really fantastic year for music, both locally and nationally. So, you know, like there's just been some really wonderful stuff coming out, and um, one of them has been throughout North Carolina. I've been really digging the Bridges record throughout Thanks. the year. Like that's one of the I love seeing the upstarts and seeing how quickly the momentum can catch up here because right. I feel like it just like starts snowballing at Definitely. some point. Like it's 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 really awesome. What uh, I know we talked about some of the locals that you have been enjoying, but um, what are some some newer acts that you've been getting into that I think because there's a lot that have kind of come up around the same time as you. I know um, when I ran into you at LBLB. Uh, it was through one of the folks in Virgin's Family Band, right. who are another semi-new, like yeah. I guess Virgin's Family Band, the family band aspect right. is new. Uh, so they're another one of the awesome upstarts that have come out from 2013. Uh, what are some of your other peers that you're really, really excited about? Uh, let's see. Virgin's, those guys are great. Yeah. Um, I've known, I was actually in a band with one of their drummers, Phil, uh, back in middle school. <laughs> kind of a punk band if in middle school awesome we were as you could imagine fantastic there's some green day covers or something oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'd throw in some like you know weezer and oh yeah we would try and do a rage against the machine song you know it was it was everyone terrible. did Every, everyone yeah, had yeah, those yeah. days definitely but it was fun we played you know like two shows and they were both like other kids birthday parties you know, nice good times um i mean this is still really kind of year one for ghost blonde too yeah um so they're they're kind of you know they've been around longer than me definitely but but they're you know still getting going too and they're building momentum really fast it's insane it's how quickly people can start picking up on things and we were talking earlier you know about lollipops too that yeah absolutely first year a hopscotch i saw them playing outside of like the lincoln theater with a day party and then they're Playing on the main stage, yep, main opening stage. up for like the breeders. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's nuts. Crazy. It's nuts how quickly it happens. But a lot of these people really deserve it. And hopefully, hopefully Bridges picks up a lot of steam within 2014. I'd imagine. Awesome. Um, with new music, do you have any sort of time frame for that at this point? I'm actually trying to put out an EP with a couple demos, a cover, a song that didn't make it on Glass Mask, and maybe some other stuff in maybe January. Okay, awesome. Have, are you at liberty to disclose this cover? Uh, I think the cover is going to be a song by a band from the very early 80s called The Cleaners from Venus, and the song's going to be called Time in Vain. Awesome. Awesome. That is, I love hearing takes on other people's music, and I'd imagine it's going to be a really interesting one. Um, and speaking of awesome takes of things, we are getting ready to close things out with Brian Franklin, but he is going to play one more acoustic track for us before he heads out from the studio. Um, this is going to be another one from Glass Mask which, as I mentioned, came out in October. Brian's going to give you guys a brief introduction for it. We are, of course, going to be podcasting this. Uh, You can look for it early next week, and you'll be able to hear everything if you missed it because, of course, we got a bit of a late start. But all's well. We've got our hour in now at this point, so everything has gone well. So I'd like to thank Brian for coming into the studio and performing tracks. Um, You guys are listening to Carolina Grown. This one is called End of the Road.
happy to know I'm still miserably alone It's the end of the road If you wanted to hurt You should have done it eight months ago Now I'm a stone And now I'm a stone A stone And you'll be happy to know I'm still miserably alone It's the end of the road If you wanted to hurt You should have done it eight months ago Cause now I'm a stone So